When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, let's go. You couldn't, footy. You, you couldn't hang on. Melbourne couldn't hang on to Jackson, okay? We all know now. Is that your footy questions? This is my footy question, okay? You couldn't hold on to Jackson. You Are know, you going to be sh- able to hold on to Cozzy Pickett? Um, yes. That seems to be the discussion point at the moment, doesn't it? Um, I, I, don't, I wouldn't know, but I hope they do. I think Cozzy's fantastic. But you know what? And supporters understandably mm. get wedded to their players. And I, I loved Luke Jackson because he's a premiership hero and – I was wedded to him as well, but if you, if they leave, you, you can spend your whole year stressing about it, and then they leave. Well, you, you get your compensation. I think they got two first round picks and two first round picks next year, Melbourne. Now, yeah. so you just got to roll with the punches. Understand that if your team does really well, your players are going to be sought after. But I would hope that Cosy stays. I think he's a I think he's a great point of difference for him. Okay, Jackson goes to Fremantle. They're already talking about some new beefed up role that oh, they're going to have actually, for him with Sean Darcy. How would you play Luke Jackson? The I, same way that Melbourne did? I wrote this down. Peter Bell wrote, he said, oh, we've got some plans for Luke mm. Jackson that Melbourne never capitalised, paraphrasing, but mm. Melbourne, they did a pretty good job of capitalising on. He turned a goddamn premiership and he's got the Medan. I would suggest to old Tinker, get some uh, silverware before you start telling the other team that's won a flag with him how to play. That what you've just said there reads so well in a news headline later today. What, what did I say? Lion smashes Tinkerbell. <laughs> you've just you've just smashed. I him. didn't mean to smash him. You just did. I did. I you did said do a little double take when he did. when Tinkerbell started to. Make, I'm going to keep going with this. I'm going to keep asking started you. Started to tell Melbourne <laughs> how they didn't use the didn't get the maximum out of Luke Jackson when he turned a premiership on its head. But did how often did Melbourne play Jackson and the skipper together at a centre bounce, say, and Maxi? Uh, I don't know if they did. I don't even know if they did. No, I can't remember they ever did that. No. But it looks like that that is something that Fremantle are flirting with, that idea of actually playing him almost as like a follower, another midfielder. Hey, I, I could see him doing that, though, said, with, a, with great no, effect. As, as we said yesterday, that would be sensational if that happens. I reckon it would be great. Mm. And if he goes on to be you know, a great ruck rover, then that would be sensational as well. But the fact is he was used in a manner at his previous club that won them a premiership. So for the new club to turn around and yeah. say, oh, they didn't use into his maximum, I thought it was strange. No, but they put him in the ruck that game, and that's what he did. He well, went into the ruck at a critical stage of the game, won the ball out of the centre, right. and they got on top. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's what his role was. I'm saying that they're going to expand that role, and that's what Tinker's saying, that they may expand that role too. <laughs> <laughs> I Tinker. can't be serious. Tinker. <laughs> Don't take I've it never heard Tinker. him called Tinker before. Yeah, I have. So I have heard not. him called Tinker. Hey, just, just, further, just further, while we're on Frio, yeah. Fife. Do you think they'll play him more as a forward or do you think they'll play him as a midfielder? midfielder. And if he played as a forward, how many goals do you think no, he would be? I, don't, I think he's going to be more mid. You I would what? imagine more midfielder because at least he, he, by his own admission said that that experiment was over last year then he wasn't able to get on the track. He, he doesn't look like a natural forward to me. He can certainly go through there and pinch hit. 
you never want to write a champion off, but he, he looked, when he came back last year, he looked cumbersome. He just didn't look like he had the same fluent movement as other midfielders around him. Hello. I've just been pushed off the back page of the Western Australian. Watson labels five cumbersome. He did. He wasn't. He wasn't moving with any great. Um, uh, no, well, he's, he had injury. He, had, he was injured the whole way through. He didn't get going at all. No. So, are you expecting what? Are you so you're expecting him to return to what we saw previous to it, or no? Or he's not? Been, well, he's thirty. How old is he? Is he thirty? Yeah, he's best, on the other side. Of 30. His best footy's behind him, and mind you, his best footy was two Brownlow medals. So, is he going to win a third Brownlow medal? I doubt it. But gee, I'm excited about. And him. you wouldn't play him as a forward. Get, not as a permanent forward. I would have thought there would have been. <laughs> I would have thought there would have been some more midfield. I'm just re- okay. reading some of these things, the headlines. Okay, it, I've got I've got this other question for you about um, Wright and Wiedemann. You know Wiedemann really well. You saw him at Melbourne for many years. Yeah. Okay, so now he's been recruited by Essen. They've got Peter Wright, who was a revelation last year with the way that he played. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the best big forwards in the game last year. Can you see how those two guys are going to complement each other the way they play? Do you think it's going to be a success for Essen, those so, two guys in the forward line? Yeah. So the, the footy that was best that Sam Wiedemann was played at Melbourne that looked to be you know, capable of being regular senior mm. player was when he, I don't know if it was a confidence thing with Sam, whatever, but he just started crashing packs there for a period of time as a, as a push-up mm. centre-half forward that would get up and hit the wings and the logos. And he didn't necessarily mark them because he, he got his hands to so much footy, Sam, and then wasn't able to complete the play. But there was a period of time where he was crashing packs and spilling the ball and giving the opportunity. So that sort of stuff, if he gets back to that, then um, Peter Wright can do what he's been doing, play a bit deeper. And, yeah, so that could work. I hope it gets a chance. Can they, though? Can, can you see – this is the point I'm trying to make here. Are they too much alike in the way that they like to play? It's not so much about them being alike. It's more about Sam Wiedemann. Him. It's about whether he can fulfil. Like, there's no guarantee that he can be a week in and week out senior player yet. He, and that was proven at Melbourne. Like, he just wasn't able to bet it down. Melbourne was screaming mm. out for him mm. to bet it down. Now, the world is littered with players that weren't able to do it at one club, but for whatever reason, go to another and it clicks for them. I hope it happens yeah. for him and uh, for Essendon. Okay, but specifically the way that he wants to play or where he wants to play and what part of the forward line he wants to occupy. If I look at it, I see both those guys as probably wanting to play in a similar space on the forward line. What space is it? And they can't do that. Well, I think it's sort of like deep a deeper forward who comes out of the of the square on a leader marks, right? If you look at say well let's take Geelong as the example, the premiership team. Mm -hmm. You know, Hawkins occupied that role, but then Cameron was able and capable of going way up the ground and looping around with his left foot. Rowan's got extraordinary speed, so he played a different role. Is there a my point is is there a, a greater Difference in a point of difference yep. between those yeah, guys. Yeah, I think so. A big As I was saying, point yeah. of I reckon Wiedemann can play thirty plus, thirty meters out, higher. Yeah. And as I'm saying to you, he was. But hit, Melbourne never did that. Did he they? was hitting the logos. That's what I'm saying. At his best little ten or twelve week period, whatever, he hit the logos, smash the pack. Not necessarily mark it. Just yeah, you know, the the dumb mm. kick out of defence that you need sometimes. That was sort of his role, but. This is, again, what we talked about yesterday is don't be predictable with this. Mm. I mean, you just can't say, oh, Essendon will work because Peter Wright's going to play 0 to 30 and Wiedemann will play 30 plus. Mix it up. They've got to be able to play both both roles at various times. Peter Wright can look at him and go, right, oh, you go deep, I'll go forward, all those sorts of things. So, But, but forwards, do, forwards do have a natural hunting ground, don't you think? Like the best forwards? Less and, yes, yes, but less and less. 
less and less. You've got to be more flexible and more prepared. Like, what's the hunting ground for Jack Revolt now as compared to what it was? Well, Jack's been pushed deeper probably yeah, as yeah. a forward. So he's, he's but he was always capable. He was adapted. always natural as a forward further but up the ground. A, he we was had a goal square full forward initially. Yeah. But and if you look at, so you look at Carlton's combination, you know, they comp, they complement they, they complement each other beautifully yeah. though, don't they? I don't think anyone's suggesting that Wiedemann and Wright are going to become Kerno and Mackay. No, and I'm not suggesting that. No, I know that you're either. not. I know you're not. But that that would But for, I'm saying if for, for both of those players to play in the same team, yeah. one of them's going to have to change a lot about the way they play. I don't think, for that to be successful. No, I think Sam Wiedemann. Well, Sam Wiedemann's one that's got to fit in. It's not Peter Wright having to fit in around Sam Wiedemann. Sam Wiedemann's got to fit in around Peter Wright, mm. and it'll be up to him to whether he can do it or not. Jake Stringer's become a talking point because of uh, the fact that he's broken down with a hamstring again, and now there's some suggestion that he won't be available for round one. If you were, if you were Essen now, do you, do you sort of try and go back to the beginning of a preseason for him? And say, okay, let's not even try and get him back early. Let's yeah. just develop a new plan for him and see if we can't have him available for round four or five or six okay. or whatever it might be. So I'm not dodging your question on this one, right? But if I'm at a, if I'm Essendon and I was listening to this, to have me, in this instance me, hmm. try and tell them what they should do with Jake Stringer, and I, there's no doubt that they would have had programs in place for Jake, Jake Stringer. Like I could say, oh, they've got to strip it all back and go and do a you know eight week block and say let's get him right for round six. Mm. They they would have had all this. In. I saw him on the news last night. Mm. He didn't look fat. Like yeah, you know, he looked the same the, to me. The narrative now is like oh he's over, he's massively mm. overweight and hadn't done any work, therefore he's done his hammy. That didn't. Look, I don't know. I'm not down at Essendon, but I would imagine that they've been. If you had Brad Scott in here, he'd be he'd bristle at the suggestion that they haven't had an absolute focused approach to Jake Stringer and his program and where mm. he should be and how he's going to – he would say, yeah, of course we – what do you think we are, stupid? It's just done a hamstring. So now we get back and we re, rehab the hamstring. Yeah, but the hamstring's on top of a groin like, that they're trying yeah, to manage. Yeah, well, that's all. And that's their problem. Yeah. Like, you know, like there's, un, there's one injury that's led to another injury and that's because – they haven't necessarily been able to put the time, or he hasn't been able to put the time and effort into the yeah. work on the track. Would you think Brad Scott, as a new coach, with Jake Stringer as his match winner, would not be across every single thing that they've done with him from day one in terms of his preparation? With no, hundred percent. No, yeah. hundred yeah. percent agree with that. But what I'm saying now is, do they need to develop a new plan? They've gone down that track, and now we. You know, for the evidence that he's actually done a hamstring, it hasn't worked. So what? Do they go back to the drawing board? Do they go back to the same plan? You'd think they'd need to change their plan, would Probably, you not? Probably, yeah. Um, it's just a, it's come at the worst possible time for him. It's disappointing.